0: The Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, episode 112. What's the difference between a co-agent and an alternate agent in a power of attorney? Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Stressed Out Caregiver podcast. I'm your host, Casey Price from thestressedoutcaregiver.com. Before I begin, I want to let you know about the Stressed Out Caregiver Facebook support group. This group is available to anyone caring for an aging parent, spouse, or elderly loved one who wants to leverage the knowledge of other caregivers. It's a chance to get assistance from other people caring for loved ones and to also share what you may have learned to hopefully help others struggling with with issues You may have, well, my goodness, to help others struggling with issues you may have experience dealing with yourself. I hope you'll consider joining the group and I look forward to seeing you there. Today, we're going to talk about the difference between a co-agent and an alternate agent in a power of attorney. And Hopefully, everybody knows by now that a power of attorney is a document where someone called a principal appoints someone else called an agent to manage their financial affairs for them if they can't or don't want to do it themselves at some point in the future. Sometimes in the power of attorney document, there is one agent named, and other times there are co-agents, and very often there are alternate agents. And What's the difference between all of these agents? Well, there would be a co-agent when there are two agents appointed to represent the principal at the same time. So in this case, the principal would appoint two people to serve as co-agents. There are two different ways to appoint co-agents. You can require them to work together, which means everything they do requires the signature and approval of both co-agents. On the other hand, you can let them act separately. Either one of your agents can do anything and everything for you separate and apart from the other co-agent. You might have co-agents if your children travel or both are busy and you wanna split the work between them. Most of the time, you wanna make sure your co-agents get along, trust each other, and can work together. It is a bad situation when you put people on your power of attorney document as co-agents. When they don't get along and can't work together, it leads to conflict and and ultimately, usually leads to guardianship or conservatorship, which is a long uh, and difficult process that costs a lot of time, and stress. So again, the principal would appoint child one and child two to serve as co-agents in the power of attorney document. That is how co-agents would appear in the document. And um, it's something that people use a lot because it is hard for one person to serve as the agent pursuant to a power of attorney. So in many situations, we do see co-agents. Now, an alternate agent is someone appointed in case the other agent, the first agent, can't do the job that's required. So if the principal appoints an agent or co-agents, he or she can also name an alternate agent or alternate agents. The alternate agent would serve as the principal's agent pursuant to the power of attorney if the primary agent, that is the person initially appointed in the document, can't do the job or doesn't want to do the job. It's always a good idea to have an alternate agent in a power of attorney, so there's always someone to serve as the agent. And remember, if you don't have a power of attorney, of course, um, or, or if you don't have the document itself, if you never prepared one, or if you have the document, but there's no one to serve as your agent, you're gonna need a guardian or a conservator. And again, that's a lot of time, money, and stress. So you wanna avoid that. If, you, if the principal appoints uh, someone to serve as their agent, they should always appoint someone then to serve as the alternate if the agent can't or doesn't want to serve then the alternate can step in and assume the role uh, of agent to manage the financial affairs of the principal. Now every now and then, someone won't have a second person they can appoint. They won't have an alternate agent because there's no one in their life that they feel comfortable appointing. And of course, that's fine. They just realize and, and have to uh, understand and take the risk that there is a possibility that if the agent can't do the job, if they pass away or, or just simply move away or, or just don't wanna do it, uh, then they won't have a power of attorney document uh, in effect and they would need a guardian or a conservator. So, most of the time, of course, if someone has a valid power of attorney, they can avoid the need for a guardian or conservator. Co-agents and alternate agents go a long way towards making sure there will always be someone available to serve as your agent in the future when it's needed, uh, if it ever is needed, and you'll be ready. So, thank you so much for listening today. I hope this clears up the issue of co-agents and alternate agents. I hope you found it helpful. Remember to check out the Stressed Out Caregiver Support Group on Facebook, and you can always Always email me, Casey Price. My email address is Casey, C A S E Y, at the stressed out Today, and as always, this show is based in New Jersey law. The laws in your state might be different. The content of this show is not intended to be legal advice, but rather information so you can find the help you and your aging parents, spouse, or elderly loved one need to provide each of you with the highest possible quality of life and the least amount of stress. Once again, and as always, my name is Casey Price. I am the founder and the creator of the caregiver.com and this podcast. I hope you got a lot out of it. I hope you really enjoyed it. listening to it. I love sharing this information with you. And until I have the privilege of doing that again, I wish you nothing but the best.